Sorry, I had to. I had to do the Adam Larson face after that sweet breakaway out of the box goal he had. Oh, the big cat. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. Had to do the had to do the face. Um, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Emerald City Hockey's post-game live presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. This is another good one. I mean, big, big win for the Seattle Kraken. They're locking down that first wild card spot at the very least. I mean, technically, you're only two points back of the Kings. Like third in the Pacific is doable if we want it. That's a whole other discussion. RJ and I actually had to record the deep dive today because we're traveling the next few days. So uh we talked about that. But uh it's it's kind of it's nuts. I mean, it's still on the table for the Kraken, but uh gotta love gotta love seeing them win, especially another big win like this one. A very like definitive just this team is good. They are scoring, they're firing on all cylinders just in time for the playoffs. Oh, I'm ready. I am so ready, guy. Everybody, I am so so ready for playoff hockey to come here for the Seattle Kraken. Uh 7-3 victory for the Kraken. Uh, going to be interesting to hear, um, from RJ, just, you know, what everybody has to say after this one, just because I think, you know, getting ready for playoff time, kind of locking things down a little bit. I think that's going to be interesting. Also want to hear about, um, Martin Jones obviously doesn't come out for the third period. Grubauer looked fantastic for that third period. Martin Jones actually looked pretty good through most of the, most of what he did as well. Uh, but I am curious to hear about that one. Cause that's, you know, if you're, if you're going to start dealing with any sort of injuries anywhere in the lineup, it becomes big deal as we're, you know, weekish away from the, um, the, the postseason. So interesting for that one, but got to start off. Gregory here with the super chat. Lemon Lime Gatorade time, baby. Pastor Canner with number 39, one win from 100 points. Isn't that something? Got that for you right there, Gregory. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Jared McCann scores number 39. I got a text right before we started from RJ saying, You're going to see Canner's 40th at Mullet Arena. I sure hope so. <laughs> I think that would be that would be super super awesome. But what it I'm, I'm just so happy for Jared. He puts in so much work on his shot. We've talked about that before on here. Puts in so much work on that shot. It's a fantastic shot. I love that he's gelling with Maddie to you know core pieces for the Kraken for the next several years. Um, love that you know he was the first player to really commit to this franchise, re up with this franchise last year, mid last season when he signed that contract extension. And I'm really really happy that his kind of buy in with the team is paying off. I think that's a really really cool thing. Um, I'm just so so happy for him. And you bring it up, one win from a hundred points. A hundred points, everybody. I know we we had so much last time uh, talking about the team making the playoffs in year two after the year they had last year. But just think about that. A hundred points. I can't like. Right. That's uh, that's crazy, crazy, crazy. I absolutely I absolutely love it. All right. Uh so yeah, let's let's. I'm just gonna dig into the comment section because this was just a fun night, it was a fun hockey game, everything good. Love seeing CPA bouncing like that too when everybody's going. Oh, like they were. It's it's really really cool. Uh, Scott, we're starting us off with the word buzzing right there. See, that's the way it is. Oh, it's so so great, Donnie. What a game! What a game indeed. It was a fantastic game. 
saw some saw some interesting looks from the power play. That's another thing we kind of talked about it a little bit on deep dive earlier. RJ was saying they've been practicing some stuff, giving some some new looks, kind of some new plays, and we saw that a little bit today. Uh, he did text me. He said that some of what they were working on is what they were showing here. So I think that's very interesting. We'll break that down uh, maybe in a little bit. How's it going, Afra? Making an appearance there. Uh, Braun Canter for fifty. I. 50 might be a little bit much. There's not that much time left. You got two games against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights still left. I'll try to get her in frame a little bit there. Um, 50 might be asking a little bit much, Braun, but 40, I mean, that just seems like a matter of when, not if at this point. And I'm so, so happy for him. Lipshoff Hockey, one, Hope Jones is okay, and it was Coach's decision that pulled him out. Two, kind of cool to see Gru get, his, get to pad his stats a bit. Um, was it announced that Joe's injury? I missed the start of the third. Uh, RJ said that it looked like he had tweaked something. He tweeted out on the Emerald City Hockey account that it looked like he might have tweaked something at the end of the second period. So again, that's why I'm I'm kind of interested to see what he has to say, what what maybe the team has have to say. Again, it's they're never going to tell us anything day of. They need to go do testing, diagnose diagnose the the issues, all that kind of stuff. So we probably won't know today, but it is significant just given the time of of the season that this is this is happening. Got another super chat here from Leanne. Thank you so much, Leanne. Big super chat. Really, really appreciate it because we all know it's going to happen. Jared, I'm just going to flash that up on screen right there. You can all see the number there. From Leanne, that 40 number there. Really appreciate it, Leanne. Really, really do. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. We're all going to have such a fun time celebrating that too. It's oh, it's going to be it's going to be so fantastic. Uh, she's asking the question of, you know, assuming if Drieger is out. Is it going to be, if not if triggers out, excuse me, jumping the gun there a little bit. I'm just still excited from the Leanne Super Chat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, if, you know, Jones is going to have to miss time or anything, is it Drieger or Decord who's going to come back up? That's an interesting one. I think based on the way Joey had played with the team, and this is obviously really like speculation, like, like ridiculous levels of speculation here uh, just on what the situation is with Jones. But, I would think Joey would come back given how well he played. Gru is really going to be your guy in the playoffs anyway. We all knew that. Uh, but I think Joey would be the be the guy. Drieger, a little up and down the AHL. I still think that it's just a significant injury he's working back from. I just don't know that they're going to want to stick him into that situation, if you know what I mean. Uh, come and get your love. What a great victory song from Krakenhawk, isn't it? It's fantastic. I was singing it, uh, getting my Gatorade, getting ready to come upstairs, come do the, the post game live. Uh, it was it's it's a great, great song. Great choice there from from the team or DJ Trunks or whoever, whoever made that call. They, they did a good job. Uh, Donnie Blackhawks are not y'all boys showed up and put the smack down. They are absolutely feeling it. Kraken are feeling it. And it's what a perfect time of year to be feeling it, right? I mean, you're you're approaching your first ever postseason. This is what we want from the team. That first line continued what they were doing. Maddie, it's a crime. Maddie did not end up with a point out of this game, given how many he was on the ice for for the Kraken and just how much he was touching the puck, making offensive chances happen. I mean, he was right there for so much of it. Um, it's just, you know, just unfortunate night for him there. But we already talked about McCann, right? 
He's just absolutely on fire. He's feeling it. He is shooting from all sorts of different spots on the ice, which isn't unusual for him. But because he's feeling it, maybe he's got that little extra something, something going on to the puck. Bottom line is they are all falling for him every time. It's it's phenomenal to see Jordan Eberle. So again, that top line, totally feeling it. They're all good. But then we're seeing the depth again, right? Seeing Morgan Geeky back out there with that with those boys. Getting some, get scoring another goal. Daniel Sprong picks up another one. Three point night for Sprong. Two two apples for the playmaker himself. Right, this team just all the way up and down the lineup. Adam Larson even right getting a goal, breaking away out of the penalty box, and then a three assist night for Jamie Alexiak. Like this team is so feeling it, so so feeling it. It's so fantastic. Oh man, everybody, everybody excited there in chats. Hope Canada gets that 40th. Me too, Tammy. Daniel, great to see the Kraken and Sounders get a win again. What's up with Eddie talking about hot dogs for two straight minutes? Yeah, it was. We also got the return of Eddie, and it was, you know, for the most part, pretty good, pretty good. But there was some odd tangents he went on that he just kind of went on, and and he kept to those. And you know what? It's fine. It was entertaining. It was a kind of a rough game uh, for going the other way. It was a little one-sided game. So sometimes you need those tangents to help fill this fill the space out a little bit. But uh, I, I, it was really, really funny. And then some some good ones from uh, John. I always feel like uh, Forsland is is really on it when when uh, you get. Um, uh, when, when Eddie is back in the, in the booth with him, I always feel like it brings out the best in, 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 uh, Forsland. However, I, I'm going to say this one, one negative thing about Forsland. Okay. And I've expressed this to RJ, uh, Afra's heard me say it. I've had conversations with her many, many times, usually one-sided conversations. Um, I will say this whenever someone like grab, like steals the puck in the neutral zone and starts moving towards the offensive zone, he will always call it a jailbreak. And jailbreak should that should be reserved for like an odd man rush sequence. Uh, but he did one tonight that was especially egregious to me. Maddie Beneers going in against four Blackhawks, and he called it a jailbreak for Maddie Beneers. And I'm like, he's going in on it's a one v four. I'm like, that's not him. That's not a jailbreak. That's like him running back to jail because like something's worse outside. Like that is the opposite <laughs> of a jailbreak. So I'm just gonna throw that one out there. That's the only thing it bugs me. It bug bugged me tonight. But otherwise, everybody was in fine form as always. We are all so so lucky to have the the booth that we have here. Super chat here from Seth. Thank you very much. Uh, that batting goal by Gord was something else. You're right. I didn't even mention Yanni Gord when I was kind of spouting off everybody else's name that did well tonight. Yanni Gord picking up the one power play goal for the Kraken tonight. That hand-eye coordination. Incredible. And you know he's got it. I mean, he, he does such good work. This is why um, through a lot of the season, right, we've talked about him being net front and kind of he's really good at getting the moving screens, the jumping screens, right, as he's net front. But it's also the hand-eye. He, he can get his stick on the puck, deflect it, tap it down, do whatever he needs to do. But in this case, swat it out of thin air. And he, boy, did he do it. It was, it was really, really fantastic. You have, love Yanni Gord, love the energy he brings, the tenacity going after, uh, who was it, Murphy um, earlier. I mean, he just brings so much heart and soul to this team. Just so, so much. Uh, love Yanni Gord, love Yanni Gord. And thank you for the super chat there, uh, Seth, as well. Uh, most likely Kraken first round opponent, Colorado Avalanche. That's from Michael. 
Yeah, not thrilled about that. But, uh, you know, we, we've we've had success against them in the season series. They are still banged up. Don't know exactly who's going to be around for them come playoff time. So there's there's a little bit of hope there. Um, Ty got a little worried when Chicago started playing loser hockey. Uh, loser hockey, excuse me. Glad to see they didn't go down that route after. Other than that, it was pad the stats night, lol. It feels like these last couple games have been that way for the Seattle Kraken, don't it, everybody? Uh, going into this game this past week, they had, what, scored 17 goals and only allowed five. So, I mean, they're just absolutely feeling it. Now make it, what, 24 and eight? It's, that's a pretty good four-game stretch. It's a really good week of hockey, uh, assuming all my math is correct there. It's, it's fantastic. Absolutely love them. Uh, love, love this team. They are just, oh, they are so hot. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see um, what's going to go down with those two Vegas games to finish out the season because Kraken have locked up their spot in the postseason. It'll be interesting to see where the seeding is and everything because could we see resting players? I don't know. What is that going to do? Like, hopefully that doesn't cool them off if they rest players. Kind of, it's going to be a really interesting one. We explore some of it on the deep dive that we recorded today. Kyle, I've seen enough. Big Cat first up in the next shootout, right? Let's go. Adam Larson should be taking all of our shootout attempts. He should be like TJ Oshie in the Olympics. I know that's not allowed under the current NHL rules, but you know what? Like, give him disguises and and tell him that it's you know Susie or something. Uh, figure it out. But but definitely, Adam Larson out there should should definitely be the guy. Uh, cause he'll get it done for us for sure. Brian, seven goals, seven different goal scorers. Good luck game planning for that. You are a thousand percent correct, Brian. I, you know, teams, when you go to the playoffs, you find out who your opponent is, you start game planning for them. You start doing all your video research. You start really looking at everything. And the bottom line is you're going to, you're going to pull up like a game like this from the Seattle Kraken. And there's so many examples of games like this and you just go, okay, all right, their first line scored. They look pretty good. All right, we'll put our shutdown center on that Maddie line. That that's what we'll do there. Uh, but then you start looking, you're like, oh, okay, well the Wenberg line, they'll probably match up against our top line. Okay. That's he's a good defensive center. They've been shutting guys down this season. All all right, we'll, we'll have to deal with that. But then you're like, okay, we've got two lines left. They've got two lines left. Oh, no, it's this Yanni Gord line who Yanni Gord can shut anybody down in the playoffs if you need him to. But that line all season long has made consistent offense. You look at um, Tolvanen playing there, Yanni Gord. I mean, that, that line is incredible. Bjorkstrand, obviously. And then you, um, you, you look at the fourth line. And you're like, oh, no, we've got to somehow stop guys like Morgan Geeky, who have played pretty good this year. Uh, Donato, maybe a Tanev, depending on how Haxtall has the lines, right? And then Daniel Sprong. What are you you going to throw out your fourth line against that our fourth line and think that things are going to go well for you? Like, there's just no way to game plan for that. Uh, it's it's Kraken have a really good advantage there when it comes to the depth. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see what, ever their first round opponent that does who's going to have home ice advantage going to have the ability to line match and get the matchups that they want for four of those seven games it's going to be really really interesting to see what they choose to do because the kraken they can roll four lines and they're going to roll four lines with roughly even ice time how does that affect what other coaches want to do? I've never kind of been around a playoff series that's going to look like this from that kind of chess match standpoint. And I'm fascinated to see what other teams are going to do with that. Ty, Lars with another highlight. Deke to lol, Wowzer. It was so smooth. And he looks, he made it look so easy. But after this one, after that Dallas game winner, 
a little while ago, right? I'm telling you, get him in there on the shootout. Let's go. CR Bud, I love Sprong's goal. Mrazic actually reacted to the glove side because he didn't think Sprong had any room to shoot blocker side. I'm kind of coming around on Daniel Sprong, everybody. I think I just have to. Plays like that, the, the two assists tonight, the way he's been playing on the power play. I'm coming around on Spronger. I just am. I it's it's crazy, I know, but that's that's where I'm at. Oh, it's it's so so crazy. Um, Rebecca, Martin Jones, the only other Kraken player without a point this week. It's so beautiful. That's wild. That's why think about that. I mean, I just talked about how incredible they've played all this week, the amount of goals they've scored, what a great job they've they've done. But yes, Martin Jones is the only Kraken player without a point this week. Which, again, really, normally it should be both goaltenders. But the fact that even Grubauer was able to sneak in there is it just tells you the level of offense this team has right now. So, so good. So, so good. All right. All right. Let me see. I think my voice is warmed up enough now for Edwards. Do, 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 Adam Larson. Do, 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 best defenseman. Do, 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 deck the goalie. Deep the goalie. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, so, so good. Silky bit Lars. I love it from Brian there. Uh, Michael McCann going to get 40 goals and get absolutely no mentions on the ESPN season final finale game. Nobody outside is talking about McCann. That's right. But you know what? Well, I would say maybe that benefits us in the playoffs, but the bottom line is the first thing that our uh, potential playoff opponent is going to do is just going to look at like the stat sheet and just go like, and just circle McCann and just go like, that's their score. <laughs> so I guess that it doesn't even, it doesn't even work to our advantage, unfortunately. But you know what? I do think that it'll start getting some recognition. I think, you know, some of the some of the podcasts and stuff out there, Jeff Merrick will talk about it. If you hit 40, I think this, the, the, art, the situation changes a little bit, especially for somebody like McCann, uh, maybe the Toronto media, given that we kind of took him from them. Maybe maybe that'll be something that they'll talk about. I don't know. They probably won't talk about it in a good way, but still, I like it. <laughs> uh, one more win, we get to 100 points. That is right, Gary. I just cannot believe it. Uh, let's go two points away from a century McCann one goal away from 40 this team is getting hot just at the right time thousand percent agree shoe shine got another super chat here from absurdly sane welcome to team sprong dylan no am i am i official my fish i feel like it's not official unless it's striatic but thank you absurdly sane and yes i mean i'm coming around i'm just coming around i know oh it's happening it's happening well it's still springtime i guess i gotta go in on daniel sprong um it's oh it, he's playing he's playing so so well so so well he just is uh and and he's so dynamic and again it's the power play stuff that's really won me over so it's, it's the power play stuff is what it is and uh thank you for the super chat absurdly say thank you thank you uh, <laughs> oh such good stuff there um let's see uh i'm going to be a wet blanket later in chat but for now I, everything's amazing from striatic all right <laughs> Uh, Michael, I'd rather play Central Team first than the Oilers match up better against those teams. Uh, yeah, and I know RJ agrees with that too, Michael. That's that's the way both of us are. Shoeshine, I don't want third in the Pacific. I'd like the Kings to win a couple. I'd like the look of the Central leaders more than the Oilers. 
again, same thing. RJ and I, same boat. Uh, we listed, you know, we both had differences on which one was the absolute worst. But for both of us, the two worst options for the Kraken Cup playoff time was Vegas or the Oilers. And if you finish third in that Pacific division, that you're getting one of those two teams, uh, most likely the Oilers, which I had as the worst case scenario. So uh, that's don't want it. Don't really want it. Yep, you know, thrift shop hockey in here. Personally, I don't want uh third. See, we're all we're all feeling that. We're all feeling don't want third in the Pacific, which just feels weird to say, but that's where we're at. Uh Stratic, damn Daniel Sprong, elite playmaker. That bank pass off the ends board behind the neft. Chef's kiss. Uh it was it was a fantastic play. Again, I'm, com I'm coming around. I'm coming around. I'm coming around. I don't know that I'm on the team yet, but I'm coming around. <laughs> um, let's see. Donnie, hell yeah, Ty. All I could think of is Dylan whenever Lars scores. How about his huge smile afterwards and to see Jamie and Vince around him with all the love? That was so cool from both of them, and especially because Jamie was there. Like Jamie was going to you know, uh, clean up any sort of rebound if there was one, if Mrazic was going to be able to get a, a pad over there on that. But yeah, he is so happy matching his, uh, I believe that's his, uh, matches his career high for, for goals in a single season. See if I could pull it up real quick while continuing to talk. Um, but he's just, he's absolutely feeling it this year. Adam Larson, you know, he just seems loose seeing him smile as much as we're seeing him smile, all that good stuff from him. It's, it's truly, truly fantastic. I really, really love to see it. Yeah. It matches his career high, which he had set last year, uh, eight goals. Not only that, that was double his career high. So Seattle just agrees with Adam Larson, or Adam Larson agrees with Seattle, however it should be. Uh, but the bottom line is it, he's playing fantastic since he's been here. Um, I'd like to think I have a little something to do with that too, but that's just my ego probably. Uh, Seattle Kraken dominated from David. Definitely, definitely. Crack stack baby from Daniel. That's right. Uh, Daniel, lines were jumbled when Geeky scored, but I'm counting it. I'm with you. I'm counting it too. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, Leanne, I love that you never know who will score. Everyone gets a goal. That's right, Leanne, and that's what I'm saying whatever team we face in the playoffs is going to have a ridiculously hard time trying to figure out matchups just because of that, that issue specifically, because, you know, you, you're always going to have to deal with somebody and it feels like everybody, every line right now has somebody who can just kind of sneak up on you and score a goal. Uh, obviously the top line it's, it's Jared McCann, but the playmaking from Maddie is certainly there. Um, the second line I feel like is the, is the one that's the most like, I don't know, but the bottom line is Jaden Schwartz, sneaky good goal scorer, right? Like he's, he sneakily shows up. He's got 20 on the season uh, in only this, in only 70 games. He, he's probably the guy there. Uh, and then you got Daniel Sprong, you got Bjorkstrand who, you know, started to heat up again, getting close up there um, by 20. So yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh uh, you're not <laughs> the, the Vegas guys back. Uh, Bach Lars needs to go in on the shootout. Two breakaways that were disgusting. Call it now. We get a shootout at Mullet Arena. I will lose my mind. Okay, if uh, on Monday in Arizona, uh, I'm there in Mullet Arena, and it goes to a shootout, and Adam Larson steps onto the ice to take a shootout attempt, I will go crazy. You will hear me on the broadcast screaming just freaking out from the press bridge. I don't care how embarrassed I get what, what, whatever happens. I will, I will just be going crazy if that happens. So Bach, I, I really, really hope you're right about that one. 
Uh, CR Bud, five players with 20 goals. Got to get Bjorky one. I know. He's so close. Only one away. He's got a couple games left. Got a couple games left. New dad energy. All that good stuff. Like, I think we can make that happen. How's it going, Pablo? Daniel Sprung can create his own uh, open shot, which is valuable. It is. I mean, he's... He's a, he's a very dynamic player. Talked in the past. I love his ability to create and do things with speed. I think that's a very unique skill set that he has. A lot of guys have speed. A lot of guys have playmaking abilities or, or the shot. But to be able to have you know put both of them together is really what makes him kind of a difference maker. And now that he's starting to be a little bit more of a team player on the power play and use that playmaking on the power play, seeing him break out of kind of the boxes of just passing it back to the point or waiting for a one timer i'm it's it's getting me it's getting me guys it's getting me I, I can't help it um light with that win the kraken cannot fall to wild card two so we're likely safe from the knights and oilers agreed and that's that's kind of where we want to be Derek, first star alexiak second star mccann third star sprung can't argue with that i mean jb alexiak uh had a had himself a night three assists plus four i believe yeah I mean, just incredible night for for Jamie Alexiak there, the big rig. Really, really happy for him. Uh, Stratic Sprung patiently waited to unlock the elite passing ability on his development tree, and his fully optimized build is now apparent. All right, you will always get me with the video game references. You just will. You know exactly which buttons to press, Striatic. You do. Um, yes, absolutely. That is what happened. I mean, there's still that that kind of darkened development tree over off on the side that hasn't really been touched yet. No skill points have been put in. And that would be defense. But it, the amount on offense now is starting to kind of just overwhelm the, the kind of lack of stuff on the other end of the spectrum there. Uh, dog squad. I know she was here. She had a rough night too. Um, get it? Uh, uh, not that way. Uh, Donnie CR bud. I was uh, pulling for Oliver to get a goal after him and his uh, wife had a new baby. That's from Donnie there. T totally. I was really hoping for it. You heard Edzo talk about like you're, you know, it's, it's expected of you after you have the kid, all that kind of stuff. I think we'll see one from him before the season's out because of it. I really, really do. Knock, 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 LA. It's the Kraken. Two points back, three left with game in hand, and the ROW from Gary. That's right. I mean, we. it's very, very possible. It looks like Kings, there's one second left, according to my NHL webpage, but they are down by one. Uh, yeah, so I'm. it's... It's possible. I, again, I don't know that we want it. I really don't. <laughs> Seems like most of the chat agrees too, but it's 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 there. It's there. After seeing that Wafed sweepstakes commercial all season, Jamie Alexiak gets first star. Lol, love it. They definitely took it to the Blackhawks. That's from X Kid Z there. Definitely. <laughs> what a way to pull out the commercial. I love that commercial. That's my favorite one. I think I like that one better than the Tanov one last year. Was that the beginning of this year? Gosh, it's it's been a while. But um I, I think I like that better than the Tanif one. Uh, I, I love that Jamie Alexiak commercial. It's such a great commercial. It's, it's such a good one. Sean, love that Larson breakaway goal and the rare all-defenseman celebration with Alexiak and Dunn. You really don't see that very often, do you? Uh, but it is a treat when you get to see it. It's definitely, definitely. Obviously, the defensemen have a special place in my heart, so I, I was definitely enjoying it. Uh, once I calmed down after the freak out I was having from him getting that chance and everything, oh man, you would, it was like, it was like somebody watching their favorite team in like a triple overtime in the playoffs or something. M me watching him on that breakaway. I'm just sweating and freaking out and I can't breathe or talk. I'm just like, ah, that was, that was basically me. Afra's just like, you okay, man. 
<laughs> that was like that's just my re recreation there of that um <laughs> scott calgary couldn't dig themselves into a hole need to change my profile pick asap <laughs> oh love it love it gotta keep the dog though gotta keep the dog scott that's the that's that's all you gotta do um uh, sign sprung four-year deal from daryl it's turning into it's going to be one of the most fascinating contract watches over the off season. It really, really is. I just, I have no idea how it's going to go, what the situation's going to be. Oh, it's, it's going to be wild. It's going to be so wild, but we've got the playoffs to get through first. Got the play. Try not to look ahead. We've still got the playoffs. Um, uh, one, uh, one and two to reach a hundred first time. First number has been smaller than the second number for Daniel there. I know we got the game against Arizona and then who knows with Vegas, they might, you know, sew up the Western conference by then maybe they arrest people. Like it's going to be very interesting, but yes, one and two seems, uh, very, very doable compared to some of the numbers we were talking about and you were putting in chat earlier in the season, Daniel, that is for sure. Uh, would you look at that? My geeky playoff stud pick getting going early from Nathan. It, it is. You're, you're totally right. Uh, why don't you just put like five random numbers for me in chat and uh, we'll see how that goes as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, between like one and 70. Just pick some numbers in there for me, maybe. Uh, <laughs> should we call up Joey for Monday? Again, it's early to talk about what actually went went on there um, with... with um, Martin Jones, it's, you know, and again, I doubt that the team's going to have any information for anybody tonight. Uh, so we'll have to just wait and see. I like to think that, though, it was just maybe tweak something and Haxtell just said, don't worry about it. Just sit, rest, make sure you're ready for the playoff run. We'll get Gru in there. You know, ask Gru, you good to go? He clearly was uh, stopping all 11 shots. Yeah, it's I, I really hope that that's kind of what it is. And that's all it is. Uh, did you notice that flying Wagner elbow glad Froden saw it beforehand? Yeah, that was scary, scary, scary stuff right there. Unnecessary zippers. Uh, that was scary stuff. I, it's it's the time of year. I mean, these are teams, whether it's Arizona or Chicago, who have been down at the bottom of the um, standings for a very, very long time now. They're basically being forced to finish out this season because they're not playing for anything. Their fan bases have been rooting for them to lose all season long to get Connor Bedard, right? So you're playing either in front of no fans, which isn't fun, or you're playing in front of fans that pretty vocally want you to lose hockey games. It's, it's a really rough spot that these players get put in on these tanking teams. And I think that frustration just kind of builds up over the course of 82 and it sometimes boils over late in the season. I think that's what we're seeing from Arizona and Chicago. I think it's especially bad in these games like this that kind of turn into to blowouts there. It's just it's just a lot on them. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing. I'm not excusing it by any any stretch, but I, I think that's kind of what we were seeing there. Got RJ here to, to join us, though. RJ, I mean, this team just keeps on rolling. They sure do. Four wins in a row for the Kraken, and while this one wasn't the prettiest game, I'm sure you probably already discussed that, uh, they take care of business, they get the two points against the Chicago Blackhawks, and uh, they ensure that they'll finish no worse than the first wildcard spot, so that's big. I did not talk about this game not being pretty, RJ, because we got an Adam Larson out-of-the-box breakaway goal. This is one of the most beautiful games to have ever existed. What are you talking about? That's true. I mean, that moment alone just makes this one of the most beautiful games that we've seen. And Dylan, I've got more stuff for you on that. Uh, that was the source of a lot of fun in the locker room afterwards. So, of course, Adam Larson, we got him after the game. 
he's got to be asked about the, the breakaway and that move and everything. And, of course, the question, you know, given the team's shootout woes, should he be an option in the shootout? And you know what? He went right with it. He was confident. He said, I think so. I, I think so for sure. Hacks, Hack probably doesn't think so, but I think so. No. So, and the D, I mean, the, the V was getting so deep. It was, uh, yeah, it was indicative of, of that goal that he just scored. It was awesome. So, uh, Larson, of course, it. you know, can't, can't get too big ahead, of course. Dave Haxtell had to make sure of that. So, when Haxtell was asked after the game, um, you know, did you know that Adam Larson had that, that kind of move in his toolbox? He said, which one? The one where he put us down five on three or the one after that? Oh! Oh my gosh, that's like quote of the year from Hackstall, by the way. <laughs> like, that's incredible. He is such an underrated, funny guy. That dry sense of humor. It was amazing. Just with a total straight face, too. Didn't even break. Just like, what, the one where he put us down five on three or, or the one after that? Oh, man. <laughs> and then and we responded back, uh, you know, the, the move on the breakaway. He's like, oh, yeah, no, we knew we had that in his bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that we knew about that. We knew he had that in his bag. Oh, that is, that is fantastic. I was getting all ready, too, because I was going to be like, Dave. I backed you up from the beginning of the season. I was in your corner and, and yeah. I was already, but you know what? And, I like that. I like and then, that. and then Piper followed up saying, you, you know, he says he should be a shootout candidate. He said, you probably, you might not agree with that though. And then, and Haxler said, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved if he was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, probably not. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. And that tells me Adam Larson must have a very similar sense of humor to me because I would love if somebody just threw me under the bus like that. Like I always, I know I get the feeling Larson's going to respect it. the heck out of that for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. no, that's going to be great. And, and Hey, Jordan Everly too was asked about Larson's move on, on the break when he's like, yeah, Hey, I mean, you know, he's, he's, uh, scored on more of those than I have this year. So the guys are definitely giving him props there. <laughs> I definitely, I mean, uh, Bog already brought it up. The idea of, you know, if on, uh, if at Mullet arena, they go to a shootout, Adam Larson pops out. I said, you will hear me on the broadcast. You will. <laughs> we, we will hear you on the broadcast for definitely, sure. Definitely. definitely. Uh, Daniel seemed like there was some extra juice at CPA tonight on the broadcast. Can you confirm RJ? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, again, I think after that last game and clinching a playoff spot, everyone was hyped up uh, for what's to come. And, and yeah, for sure. The atmosphere here was great. And it's just going to keep rolling like that. I, I just every home game from now on, you know, through the rest of the season, I think we're going to get that. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And especially the way this team is rolling. I mean, just the goal scoring rj just all the lines rolling everybody going this is this is really what you missed okay while we were waiting on you here i think i've come around on daniel sprung really yes it's it's pay him what he wants i why well, okay know okay that. maybe that's too far pushing me a little bit here um but i'm i'm coming around to the the, the playmaking the added playmaking on top of the scoring and especially on the power play, RJ, the different looks he's starting to give the team from the power play. I'm, I, I respect it. I do. I really yep. do. I know they, they were going with some different looks on the power play. I love to see it. I mean, we, we recorded the deep dive earlier today before this game. And I was talking about the different looks that they were trying in morning skate today. It, when the, when the podcast actually comes out, it's not going to appear as prophetic. And like, oh, you know, we saw this coming, but uh, definitely some different looks on the power play. And how about that pass from Sprong on the geeky goal? He sure showed me after that one where I, yeah. I brought up that he's usually a shooter. He has gone total playmaker since then. And you know what? I love to see it. 
Yeah, it's oh, it's it's he's playing really, really well right now. Talked about it a little while ago. I mean, that it's just going to be the most fascinating contract like discussion this whole offseason. Any team in the league, like it just has to be. It's going to be so, so fascinating. Uh, Sean, speaking of it, Sprong has really shown his scoring and passing skills for the Kraken playoff X factor. He very well could be. I mean, talking about other teams trying to line up match against the Kraken when you've got depth and you've got somebody like Sprong who might be going up against other teams' fourth liners. I mean, he's going to eat them alive. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, just he's going to be a matchup nightmare in that fourth line. And um, also watching him in this game, too, the times where he would just build up ahead of steam, too, with the puck and just go down the ice. Uh, it's just fun to watch. Yep. Uh, all right. Interesting question here from Krakenhawk. I like this. So, who we like growing the best playoff beard? My money is on Lars. He's got it going already. It should only get fuller. Scandinavians always seem to grow the best beards. It's the Viking blood. I'm actually struggling to think, RJ, because I don't know. I think Adam Larson likes to keep it trimmed. Probably not going to do that for the postseason. I'm wondering how long that thing can get. Yeah, it, if they make a run, it could get pretty long. I, if he let that thing go a little bit longer, too. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's the Viking blood. He's from northern Sweden, too, so you know mm -hmm. the beard is going to be serious. I think he's got to be the, the number one contender for best playoff beard. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. And then, conversely, it'll be interesting to see who has the worst one. There's always one poor soul, RJ. Yeah. And you know what? Normally, you'd point to the 20-year-old rookie, but it's definitely not no. going to be Maddie. No, it will not be at all. I, I think it might be geeky. That's, that's mm. kind of my guess. Yeah, that's I can't cool. really picture it, to be honest. Yeah, right? That's that's why I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Or maybe just nothing will happen there. Um, Donnie, yeah, man. And for Yanni to make sure his hands were lower than the crossbar with the first tip was solid. You want to talk about that Yanni Gord goal? I don't know if you got a good good. Oh, yeah. No, I, I got a good view of it. The hand-eye coordination was excellent. Um, I believe that was on the net that was nearest to me. To hit it not once but twice to kind of yeah. settle it down out of the air and then to bat it into the net. Uh, a great play. And it wasn't like that was coming off a direct shot, too. Um, I believe it was Alex Vlasic of, of the Blackhawks that made a really good save uh, on the initial shot that was coming in that probably would have gone in anyway if not for him. And that puck just bounced right up to Yanni. And to be able to kind of track that and corral it all in, in a couple motions, really impressive stuff. Yeah, it was it was super, super cool. Sarah reminded everybody to like the stream. Another reminder for me to go do 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 Adam Larson. Do 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 best defense. I love it so much, RJ. Um, nice to see the crack and slam the door shut this game. Didn't give up any goals in that last few minutes or anything silly like that. Just blew them out and slammed the door shut. Kraken hockey baby yeah i mean there was that one like kind of brief stretch where it was like wow chicago's really kind of hanging on here a little bit but i felt like the um the the review the offside review that took the goal off the board for chicago that was it that that sucked all the life yeah. out of them they never got it back yeah huge turn of momentum and got to give credit to tim ohashi and brady morgan on the video coaching staff i mean though as hackstall mentioned after the game he's like those, those guys have it already figured out by the time it's, you know, 10 feet for the blue line, like it's, it's not even close. You know, they, they know right away uh, when it's offside. And so he was able to challenge that without any hesitation. So credit to the video coaches. They've done great work all season. Yeah, they really, really have. Um, any word on uh, Martin Jones? From, from so I, this, this one was tough. We kind of had to like wrestle an answer out of Hackstall on Jones. So he was unavailable for the third period. So it was not just a coach's decision to pull him. And, um, 
<laughs> try to ask, okay, was he injured or sick? It's like, you know, he was unavailable and he was not, it was not an illness. So we know that he would not confirm that it was an injury, but it was not an illness and he was unavailable. So, I mean, come on. It, <laughs> and yeah. again, you could see too on the broadcast, he was a little bit slow to get up. He wasn't mm -hmm. feeling quite right at the end of the second. It's something we noticed up in the press bridge at the time. And we're like, oh, Jones is kind of fighting through something at the end of the period. And so when he didn't come out for the third, we were all prepared and ready for it. Yeah. Because, uh, boy, did chat really go crazy with that one of like, all right, which, which Drieger or Decor, who are we bring it up? <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and Axel said, of course, because it's a team travel day tomorrow, so we won't get an update tomorrow, but we will get an update on Monday. What is that, Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Uh, Bazzi Sprung was a great playmaker in juniors. Nice to see the confidence is there, and we starting to uh, get why Watson. People thought he would be a top ten pick. Yeah, and I was there at that draft when he fell out of <laughs> fell ways actually. Uh, yeah, from some of the concerns there, but yeah, it's. I mean, he's he's putting it together here in Seattle for sure. Um, uh, Daniel Geeky and Alexiak both with nine goals. Let's get them to ten. I know RJ. We got also got to get Bjork, uh, Bjorkstrand to twenty, but that one's yeah. Come back. Man, it feels like I mean, who who on this team doesn't have ten goals? It's like Geeky and Alexi actor are getting close, man. It seems like everyone's getting on board. Yeah, Shushan, I don't think Larson's V counts as a shirt anymore. I know. <laughs> can you confirm it was RJ? So deep. Yeah, I, I post the picture uh, on Twitter, yet. so you can take a look. It's much deeper than what you've got going on right there, Dylan. Oh, I believe it. I believe that's it. last season's V. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's just like just just keep going every year he's here. Like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> I have no idea. At some point, it becomes a vest. I mean, yeah, right? you know, how deep it can go. It was great too. I was talking with the media group as we were on the elevator headed back up, and I, I pulled up post game as I usually do as I you know wait to go on there. And I'm like, oh look, Dylan's rocking Larson's deep V. They didn't believe me at first that it was actually his deep V. I'm like, no, no, I got that from the equipment sale. That's a real one. I'm like, yeah. what? Like he Dylan has it. I'm like. Yep, and they're like, well, yeah, you know what? He deserves it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, stick that on there. The six, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so good, such good stuff there. Um, plenty of now, plenty of people are talking about McCann because the Leafs not protecting him. Yeah, it's kind of my thought too. Uh, so close to forty, RJ, from him. Almost, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna see McCann's fortieth at Mullet Arena. It's, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, that would be really, really cool. Daniel, people are saying there's going to be a lot of cap tragedy wingers hitting the market this summer, so maybe we can get a favorable contract for Sprong. It's going to be interesting because you're going to have situations like that this year, but there's also not a ton of like big-name guys hitting the market either, so it's going to be a weird free agency this year, RJ, I feel like. Yeah, if you want goals out of a winger, I, I don't know there aren't a whole lot of high-end options and maybe all it takes is one team to really believe in Sprong and offer him a big deal. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it's going to be very, very interesting. Everybody on the Sprong train as well. Choo-choo from Casey there. Uh, uh, Daniel asking, when goalies split time and the team wins, which goalie gets credit for the win? Okay. So that is the goalie who is in when the game-winning goal is scored. So the game-winning goal is the one. So in this case, the Blackhawks scored three tonight. So that fourth goal for the Kraken would be the game winner. And so whoever was in net for that, that is the goalie of record. Yep. Uh, so just kind of like baseball pitcher, right? Whoever's yep. in there when that, that run is scored. Uh, if, if that helps anybody. 
Uh, good night, Pablo. Thanks for being in here. Or you can't be. Uh, Ty, tips have left the chat. Seattle and Portland onto the second round in WHL land. Hopefully not against each other. <laughs> it would not be favorable for the Winterhawks. Um, LA, LA did, in fact, lose. I mean, RJ, it's only two points now. Did they lose in regulation? Yes. I know. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Most of chat and everybody's, we're all scared and nervous about this. Don't like You it. know, um, I forget who it was. Somebody actually after the game in the media was asking, I think it was Alexiak and Hackstall, like, you know, do, do you, some, the question was kind of like, do you want these extra points given that you have to play the Oilers if you get into that third Pacific Division spot? Um, and, and of course, they, they kind of like, you know, well, yeah, you just try to get as many wins and points as you can and you let it shake out from there. But I do think that was kind of funny. That was, you know, acknowledged by a member of the media there. Yeah, it's 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 oh, it's scary. Donnie, did you all see the picture of Maddie dressing up as the Easter Bunny for a bunch of players kids? Yes, that was incredible. Fortunately, it came out after morning skate. You and I talked about this earlier, RJ. I know. I know. I definitely would have asked him about it had I seen it in time. Um, but I just caught it after I got home from, from morning skate. It's unfortunate. It's, it's rough, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be some, some talk about that. I'm sure at some point, uh, yeah. media members will be, will be asking him about it. Daniel. So our last home game is not on route. ESPN plus must've selectively picked the biggest games in franchise history. Ah, uh, wonderful. Oh, Another seven thirty game too. It's rough. It's rough. I know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Strife. After spending literally all day at an ice rink for a figure skating competition, there is nothing better than a dominant crack and win. Definitely. Although I love spending time at ice rinks for whatever reason. I just it's it's my happy safe place. Um, glad they called off the fourth Blackhawks goal. It would have been a little worried about the game then for Michelle. Yeah. I mean that was they were really hanging around. I was really kind of fretting myself, RJ. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they were hanging around, and the Kraken were giving up a lot defensively. They were not playing very tight in their own zone. They weren't doing a good job of player tracking in their own zone. They were they were turning the puck over. I, I don't want to harp on it too much, but, like, they were definitely giving Chicago chances to hang around in that yeah. game. Um, but at a certain point, they needed to kind of just slam the door shut, and they did. And Jordan Everly talked about that. Is you know, They knew that in the second period, they, they didn't play well enough toward the end of the second. They needed to come out in the third and, and change things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we talked a little bit about the, you know, Chicago also in this one, maybe a little late too. Starting to go down that loser hockey road, but they did pull it back. They didn't go as yeah, far as Arizona has or anything. Uh, but we were talking about that, and I talked about how tough it is for, for players on teams like that that are basically at the bottom of the standings all year long. That in and of itself is rough. But especially on years like this where you, there is a Bedard and you have your fan base openly rooting for you to lose all season long i do think that as you're this late in the season and you're basically being forced to finish out the season here uh because you're playing for nothing and um i do think that sometimes that frustration just boils over into them but habak bringing up a good point i don't remember seattle being this bitter and dirty at the bottom of the standings last year glad we don't have bitter players and it's very true it's a great thing to point out there habak yeah it's an important difference i mean the kraken were in a very similar spot last season uh, where, yeah, they were near the bottom of the standings, but you just didn't see that kind of loser hockey from them. And I, I appreciate that about the crack. And it does yeah. speak to the players they have and, and had in the room where, yeah, they're just not those kind of players. So, uh, you know, they can take pride in that. 
And the culture of the team too. We talked about yeah. this a lot on that release of the fans the with, with Sarah. Yeah, it really comes from the top uh, ownership down to the front office, Ron Francis, everybody up there, and then Dave Haxtell too, and the coaching staff. Like you know, that would not fly under Dave yeah. Haxtell at all. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. And, and and you also mentioned too, where look for the Blackhawks, especially in these teams with the, in a Bedard year. Look, a lot of their fans are rooting for them to lose. It's the unfortunate you know, yeah. byproduct of, of a system that makes, gives teams incentive to lose and, and fans incentive for their cheer for their team to lose. I think it's a big problem, but um, I won't get into my whole argument for that, but that's also something that Kraken didn't have last season to yeah. the end. You know, I think Kraken fans were rooting for their team to win, you know, draft position, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Just wins were important in that first season. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And getting that, that three game win streak at the end of the year and everything, like yep. everybody was just so happy for that and so happy for the guys. And I think the players really did feel that too. Uh, really, really too. Everybody's reactions to that Dave Haxtell quote, just fantastic. It yep. was so good from the top rope. Indeed. Um, I love uh, for Rebecca. I love Haxtell and Lars being comfortable enough to chirp each other like that. I'm totally. And again, that speaks to the culture. Right. When you have a culture where a coach can say something like that about a player and know that everything's going to be fine and they'll laugh about it later and it'll be whatever. Like those are the cultures. Right. Like, don't you want to work at a place like that? Like, that's the relationship totally. I want to have with my boss. Yeah. And, and I think Haxtell, too. He has a good read for what each individual player you know, what kind of what their style is like Lars. Yeah. You can absolutely throw that kind of thing at him. I think it'll make him respect you more even, um, but you know, that's not every player's style. And I think Haxtell knows that too. And he knows what each individual guy needs, whether it's, it's encouragement or, or a little bit of a kick in the pants or anything, you know, to the media. I think he's really good at that. Remember when we played East side hockey manager, Dylan, and there was yeah. the coaching attributes and one was man management. Yeah. I, it was kind of sounded weird, but like, that's what I tend to think it is. And Hackstall's really high in, in that regard. Yeah, he, he really, really is. I was thinking back to our coaching styles back when we coached youth hockey. And I, I basically did that. And I drafted all the players I knew would trash talk me and I could trash talk them. Yep, you sure did. <laughs> Problem is they were all like, what, 9 to 12? <laughs> So maybe not as great as like with Adam Larson there, uh, but it was all good. We always had a ton of fun, my, my teams. Um, speaking of hack, do you suppose he could start to experiment with new line changes or strategies in the remaining games to see what works and doesn't before the playoffs start? I mean, we saw a little bit of that tonight. Right. We did see a little bit of that tonight. I think part of that was Jaden Schwartz's absence, uh, which by the way, uh, he's out day to day. So um, yeah, he, he's injured day to day is, is what Hackstall had to say. So I think that necessitated some changes. I don't think he did anything too drastic because he just moved Geeky back to that fourth line center spot, which I think once Burakovsky comes back, that's where he's going to be. I think that's what that fourth line is going to look like. And then I think he moved Bjorkstrand uh, up to that second line just to, to solidify it a little bit, which he's already done this season, and then Froden onto the, onto the Gord line. We've seen that kind of look before, so it's nothing too yeah. drastic of a change. Um, you know, even if you, you're going all out trying to win this game, you're not trying to experiment, I think that's probably the look you go with. Yeah, and you know what? Bottom line is, didn't affect the results. No. So it's all yep. good. It's all good. Down here, a uh, lot of people saying Donato for worse. Worst playoff beard. I, I got I well, I'm assuming they're saying worst for Donato here. Uh yeah, Geeky or Donato's worst playoff beard for Michelle there. Absurdly saying gonna be either Geeky or Dunner for the worst beard. Interesting bringing Vince Dunn into the equation. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think, have we seen much from him? 
He kind of keeps I mean, he's won a Stanley Cup, Cup, but he was he was younger when younger, that happened. Yeah. I'd have to look and see what, what he looked like in that Cup final. I don't think he really grew a considerable beard because I just don't picture him with one. But yeah. I don't think he's going to have the worst. No, I mean, just by proximity to Larson this season, he's not going to have the worst. So it's yeah, exactly right. Um, here's here's Ty, and I'm just going to go ahead and take off my my sprung uh, doubter hat here, just so I can hand it off to Ty uh, with this comment. Sprung is like fruit stripe gum. Once you get beyond the five seconds of sweet, you uh, it's totally meh. Sorry, not sorry. Watch the whole game, not the highlights. Lol. So there you go. It's yours, Ty. Got sole ownership of it now. Have fun, bud. <laughs> all right, keep doubting. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, you know, if somebody needs to, I guess to, to keep it all going. Uh, another Donato uh, weak beard one. I guess I just haven't paid enough attention to Donato's facial hair to know. <laughs> um, let's see. Everybody getting on tie in comments. This is so this is fun, fun. Um, uh, Nathan, my dad texted me and said, so does Gru get credit for a save? Yeah, so Gru gets credit for the saves uh, that he's in there for, for sure, yeah. but not, not the one on this one. Uh, Babyface Borgen is my pick for worst beard. I, can he even grow one? Can you? I would, well, I... This becomes an important distinction. For the players who, who just kind of don't grow anything, does that yeah. make them automatic worst, or do they then get excluded from worst beard because they just I don't think they I think they get excluded. Just because okay. you, you can't judge. You don't know what would be there. Um, yeah, I think they get excluded. It's And besides, it'll be so hard to tell after just one round. You kind of have to get to, like, the second round before everything really starts solidifying, and, you, and you've got the stuff that comes together. Yeah, for sure. Daniel, did you see the latest Uncharted with Adam Larson? No, I still haven't yet. I haven't had time. Dylan, you got to watch know, it. I know, but I had to get ready for the trip and then the holiday tomorrow and everything. I'm just busy. I know. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'll watch it tonight. I'll watch it tonight. All right. Um, Nathan, and we still drafted Shane Wright, so can't complain. Exactly. <laughs> we got we got the player anyway without without having to be goons or anything at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, let's see. True. Uh, uh, Harley, hence large respect for the team. No way I would support uh, poor loser mentality or players that feel retribution is a must for sure. Team definitely takes care of us in that regard. Uh, Habaka, I think Dave's favorite is Lars. It's impossible. Um, yeah, just everybody talking about that. Cracking at it both ways. Tried to win as many games as they could and still had right fall to them in the draft. Karma. They got rewarded for it is the bottom yeah. line. Hockey gods rewarded them. Yep, definitely. Uh, there's a video from when Dunner was with the Blues and the kid interviewing him calls him out on his inability to grow a beard. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. One of the kid interviews and he gets called out for that on that. That's that's rough. That's almost tax stall on Larson rough. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty from a kid too. That's that that uh, hammers it home. Yep. Derek Alexiak got the Davy Jones hat. We we haven't even talked about Jamie with you yet, RJ, but Alexiak, what an incredible night for him. Yeah, great game for him. I think he was named first star of the game, three assists. I mean, just great night all around for him. Deserving of the Davy Jones hat. Glad to hear he got it. Um yeah, I mean, like, where to start? And I, I love also just the mentality. The, the Everly goal was kind of the funny one, you know, as far as an assist yeah. there. But just the mentality to throw that puck at the net. Like, that's exactly what you need to do. I love seeing goals like that. That is how you create offense. That's how you create opportunistic goals. 
Absolutely. Good things happen when you throw the puck at the net for yep. sure. Uh, the decision by GM Ron Francis to not make any moves at the trade deadline is looking good. Glad they held on to Susie. He's been playing good defense. He has. Uh, Sean he has. He's really picked it up. We've talked about him a lot these last several weeks. Yeah, and a few the last few games too, I've really noticed a few uh, stops on cross-ice passes where the other teams try it, usually on a two-on-one or something. It's a complete a pass cross-ice, and he's always getting in those passing lanes. He's done a really good job at that. Yeah, he has. Rebecca, it's like seven minutes, Dylan. I know. Okay, look, I could have just watched it and like whatever, but come on. This is Adam Larson. I got to make sure that it's like an event and I'm prepared and I can devote full attention to it. And I'm not going to have distractions. Afro's not going to be right. All this stuff. Come on. Like, that that just sounds like excuses ex- to me, Dylan. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's my excuse anyway. <laughs> All right, if if you if you don't watch it by the next time I see Allison, I'm telling her you haven't seen it yet. Okay, that's. A, I mean, it might be a while. It it's probably at least Vegas. So this this gives you some time. Was, that's right. I was gonna say I'll probably see her before you do. Actually, exactly. So oh, yeah. you, you've got Very time. Funny. I think that's a fair that that's a fair threat to make. I'll just no context. Walk up to Allison. Whatever RJ tells you about me, it's all lies, and I'll walk away. I don't even think she knows who I am. I think you're gonna so. do that anyway. I think now that you've thought of this idea, you're gonna do that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, so so fantastic. Kraken won Mariners run. Sounders won. Seawolves lost. Ah, oh, Seawolves, come on. Did you get the memo? It's a night of winning. <laughs> uh, Phil, for the 39th time, we went to Jared. We did. Thrift Shop Hockey's calling it a night. Yeah, we'll probably wrap up stuff here. Quick, quick, quick. Last call. Um, Daryl, wonder what Spronger's point totals look like with no scratches and more games over 10 minutes time on ice. I mean, the world will never know. It's I know, you know we'll never know. Things. I don't think he'll he'll ever get more than fifteen, you know, fourteen, fifteen average minutes, even if some team believes in. It. I don't know. It's just he's he's like a bottom six player, and the whole league seems to agree, even though he's got that crazy production. Um, I would love to see it just once. Him get top line minutes with the team one season, just to see what would happen. I mean, twenty one goals, twenty or what? Yeah, twenty one goals, twenty five assists in 63 games with average ice time of around 11 minutes. It's not bad. <laughs> it's really not bad. <laughs> um, on the Alexiak Wafed sweepstakes commercial night, lo- no less. I know we've been talking about that a lot. <laughs> RJ, that, that one. Uh, Becca reminded everybody like the stream for sure. I'll just hold on uh, one or one minute here or so for, for people to get some last questions in if they want to, but otherwise RJ team is rolling, looking ahead to that Arizona game. I mean, all of a sudden, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy that we're going to, we're talking about Pacific division, you know, bracket again, uh, did not expect that. And I still don't know entirely how I feel about it, but the bottom line is, I love it when the Kraken win games like they won tonight or the games against Arizona that they won. And I'm, I, I think I might be rooting for them to really pour it on Arizona again, just cause it's fun. It is fun. I, I'd like to see that again. I'd like that for you uh, to have a great experience at Mullet arena there. I'm so excited for you that we're, we're getting to do this. Um, and then for me to see him in Vegas the very next night. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun road trip and, I am a little bit worried about that third Pacific division spot, but you know what? If, if the Kraken keep winning their games to force the issue, you know, that, that means they beat Arizona. That means they probably beat in Vegas at least once. I, I just don't see how that can be a bad thing. And I guess just root for the Kings to, to win their last couple games. I probably will be doing that, but um, yeah, I, you know, don't worry. Enjoy the wins. That's what it's all about. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And I think everybody agrees too, especially because we only need one more RJ to get to 100 points. And I feel like we definitely have to do that. So got to get at least one more win anyway. Oh, yeah. Just, just got to get to 100 points. Win. That'd be a huge exclamation mark on the season. And I mean, you know, if not at Arizona, what better time? Yeah, might we might uh, we might have a reason for all this too. Edward, cracking her four no since I got my new phone. There you go. There, that's keep that's, it rolling. That sounds pretty. <laughs> that sounds totally legit to me. Everybody out sure. there, keep doing what you've been doing for the last four games worth of time. Yes. See, maybe I shouldn't watch the Uncharted with Adam Larson. Just saying. Just saying. Absurdly uh. saying. Absurdly saying with just a check your Twitter, Dylan. So, oh boy, oh, is this this gonna be very good or very bad? I don't know. Gonna have to go and check it out. Well, I know what I'm doing as soon as this is over. <laughs> I know, me too. Uh, we'll finish it up here with this last question from Donnie. Question: What's the most likes y'all have uh, uh, received on post game so we can break that record? That's a good question. I do not know that offhand, actually. Right, I, I know, I know the concurrent viewers one, but I don't know the likes. Yeah, I will look that up, and we'll see if maybe we could do that for the final game of the season. That would be a lot of fun. So, That'd be fun to break the likes record. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Thanks everybody for joining us for this one. Uh, another great, fantastic crack and win. Thanks again to Queen Anne Beer Hall for sponsoring, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>